Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way and welcome to another chapter of Children of Erte. I just love these people all so much. This is so much fun to hop on. We were having a lovely conversation about the awful nature of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all the various that's, There's that's never enough of it. Never <laughs> enough of it. But uh, I always look forward to having these two hours. This time, I always know, will be fun D&D time. Um, but before we jump into all of that kicking it over to Adam for our sponsors. All our incredible sponsors, starting with Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can snag an Electrum chest code on the overlay. It's bouncing around in chat. Thank you so much, Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, so many uh, amazing characters in this game, uh, mm-hmm. some of which uh, I, I think most everyone in this group has played some of them uh and and you can snag those there in that game and they're always adding new ones uh also so uh so check out everything that idol champions is doing uh really really some great things there we also have die hard dice and you can get 10 percent off any order with the code airte so keep using that code and getting that 10 percent off uh, as uh, as much as you can take advantage of that because they have supplied our cast with, I am now getting to the S's, I think. Like, so this is almost like, this is like the back part of the I was going to say, are, are we going to be able to finish the year out with what uh, we have? Are we going to have to start over? Or I don't know. I mean, I may so just like, when we're, at, more. when we're at the Math. last episode, I might just drop oh, four or have- five of them. Like in, in a, well, in I think we're, we're only going to have, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get to Y. Yeah. Oh man, that's going to be a disappointment that you're going to have to come wow. wait that long. Until no, that's 2023. Right, right. That's the best cliffhanger ever. Come back for the Z. <laughs> come back for the Z. That's it. So, <laughs> Die Hard has supplied our cast with stat stones. That's a nice straightforward oh, so stat good. stones uh, for us to roll. And so, thank you, Die Hard, for that. And there is going to be a twenty dollar uh, gift card. Uh, code actually i don't know if they give away cards anymore like nobody prints anything anymore uh digital is the way to go i'm telling you digital is the way to go so uh you can grab that in chat at some point a giveaway is going to be going on so look for the prompts there and finally tonight you'll hear the dulcet tones or creepy eerie wind (laughs) of sirenscape because epic games need epic sound I am Adam Bradford, CDO at Demiplane, and I am playing your favorite dimensionally displaced magical 
super fan, Silas Jordan Sorrell Choo Choo. Choo Choo Choo. I like that little ending there. Hey, everybody. I'm currently being attacked by my microphone. It literally started falling toward me. So I was trying to like fix it before it completely fell over. Anyway, um, I'm Alicia Marie. You can find me on socials at Alicia Marie Potty. I'm a professional costume creative and performing artist. I'm actually in the middle of a kind of a dream. NDA costume contract. So I'm really, really happy. It's keeping me up really late nights, but like we were talking about time earlier and it's uh-huh. like time management is at an all time low with this. Uh, tonight, I'm happy to be here and I am playing, as a reminder, six foot four Harvard Law graduate, <laughs> Faruza Armstrong, who currently has a hurt paw. Aww. Hello. I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on most socials as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. And today, if you are in the U.S., we have a VOD. If you have not yet voted, please go to your polls. Do the do the thing, the democracy thing. It's great. Um, but tonight, uh, I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn. Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on Twitter as Lauren. You can find me tomorrow on DC Lasser's channel, where I'll be speaking with uh, someone that the Demiplane people know, this um, Melly DM, I believe. Um, Melly? Yeah. So Melly and DC and I are going to be doing a chat about TTRPG actual play community management, because I've done a bit of that. So come join us tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific on uh, DC Lasser's channel but stick around right now tonight as i am playing carol carolyn neb stern who is also very concerned about feruza for a variety of reasons hi everybody my name is hope lavelle you can follow me on twitter at the hope lavelle while twitter lasts and uh tonight i am playing your favorite granny for hire miss robin beckett yay is robin on twitter Nah. Robin and <laughs> <Yeah. Nokia>. She's <laughs> on Facebook. She's still on MySpace. Or MySpace. Or uh, MySpace. Uh, uh, Tumblr. AOL. Instant message. AOL. I am. Instant message. Instant and, and that was your the the image for it, so that's why. <laughs> um, and I am Deborah Amwell. I am your storyteller and creator of Children of Erte this evening. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, this is the 26th chapter of Children of Erte. Um, we are, yeah, full steam ahead here to use the train metaphors. Um, so yes, thank you players for being here. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, uh, all of you at home. Please get cozy and settle in for the 26th chapter of Children of Erte. So last time we spent a lot of time preparing this train, <clears throat> this giant iron horse (laughs) that is on these rails and we you know you split up you found out all the information that you needed and you feel like the train is hot it's been warmed up um the lights have just sprung on within the train that's it's the all the gears are starting to work things are maintained and and uh greased up mave is all trained up and ready to to run it if need be trained in trains Trained in trains. Um, and, uh, you know, we're left here with, uh, uh, let's see, a Robin. You had discovered that some of the track was somewhat bent, however. And unfortunately, the train 
to your knowledge, cannot move forward unless you're able to repair this final piece of track. Now, for Ruza, you had had this terrible injury to your arm, but I think Silas came by and, and mm -hmm. uh, made you feel a little better. Um, yep. But there is still something, you know, your friends have been telling you that these sort of strange passages of text seem to come out of nowhere. Um, and I believe we sort of, help me remember, but I think we just sort of ended with the lights popping on and the train kind of warming up. It is It is in the evening. We're talking like 6, 7 p.m. now. It took you all afternoon to get that train uh, chugging, but some, the steam is starting to come out. Uh, things are warm. Uh, the snow is beginning to melt off of the roof of the train. Uh, and what would you like to do? Take a shower. Take a shower. Exactly. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, Seriously, Silas, as soon as he okay. understands that everyone I mean, is okay, he is going to find a shower. Silas needs it. Uh, you can all smell him a little bit as he walks past. He's covered in soot and just, you know, charcoal and 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 really, you know, uh, uh, needs to, to sort of set himself back to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to neutral here um so yeah silas you disappear <laughs> into the train and make your way back to your compartment um so we'll say this when you get there and turn the water on it is still there's a little it kind of you know spurts a little bit you can tell that the the pipes maybe are not quite warmed up enough some of that is still a little frozen down there so it'll take a little while so this isn't like water. instant water heater unfortunately yeah. no this is a, a you know faithfully restored engine. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> so Silas uh, Silas is going to take any towels that he might have left out of his mm -hmm. uh, bags and uh, get everything ready. And if he can't find enough of them, he's going to just rummage around for more towels uh, to make sure that he um, has enough of them for for all the things that he needs to do with towels. And um, and so then. <laughs> Um, Let's see. Let me see how many towels you have. Hold okay. On. This is important. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're fine. You got ten <laughs> towels. Ten towels. Yes. Ten so, towels. All right. I'm gonna. Uh, you know, I am kept in towels for a while. Um. And so, uh, with that though, uh, Silas understands that it's probably going to take at least twenty minutes yeah. for you know some kind of warm water to twenty to thirty start. minutes to really yeah. get through a, so, a warm shower. He is basically timing everything that he can. You know, he's continuing to practice his meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, he is, um, you know. Uh, basically pacing the undressing to coincide where the, that process is completed right at that 28 gotcha. minute mark. Um, and then he's going to just jump right in. Okay. Uh, so Silas disappears and you all hear a little from underneath the, the train as those pipes that are trying to draw water, uh, you know, kind of uh, stutter a little bit. I mean, I guess he deserves to go first, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about just jumping right in right away. So now that we got this going, how do we keep it going, Maeve? <laughs> well, I we're all looking for my train knowledge. Insert train knowledge. Insert train knowledge. I mean, essentially, yeah, you just have to keep that oven hot and keep feeding it. Um, now, as we said, you had about half a tank of water and half a tender of wood. Um, you're not entirely sure how far that will get you, how long that will get you. But as long as you keep it stoked, uh, you mm -hmm. should have some electricity and some heat. So I guess somebody needs to stay and do the thing. 
right. while each of us take a shower, sort of, I guess, or? Well, probably all night, but we've been making sure that there have been watches anyway, so now the watches will just include throwing wood on the fire. Well, and the way things have been going, it seems probably pretty... I don't know. We'll just stay together since things have been happening and we don't really want anyone left alone. Speaking of things that have been happening, I kind of... Once Silas is done and we're all done cleaning up and everything, we should have dinner and a chance to catch up with things that happened over the last couple hours because Feruza is awesome, but something happened and I don't <laughs> know awesome, how but... to describe it. I know. I'm sorry. I like. I, I kind of called you out in front of everybody, but I. I everybody needs to know. Yeah, and Feruza sort of just. I mean, she was looking out wherever there's in the nearest window because she still can't believe they actually did it. Like, yeah. we did it. We got it. Oh my god, we actually did it with all this stuff and the fact that Silas healed my arm, and she's gonna turn around when she hears Neb say her, her name. Um, yeah, I mean. I guess at first I thought that that Neb was uh, I don't know imagining things, but I mean, we are we we all saw in the cave something something's happening to us, or or some eventuality is coming to play. Maybe maybe with me, it's I'm becoming a really bad poet. I don't know, <laughs> or a really good one. I mean, I said you you said it very evocatively. Um, and you remember I'll, what I said? What I said? I mean, uh, well, I I got most of the first one, and then I think I got all the second one because I was a slightly more prepared. And Nibble pull out her yeah. sketchbook where she's written down both of Feruza's announcements, um, and will show to everybody and say, "So uh, the, these happened at separate occasions." And Feruza kind of just started looking off into the middle distance and her eyes got dark and she said this and then it was like for her it didn't happen and you're right if it had just happened the once i might have thought maybe i was hearing things or seeing things but it when it happened the second time that's when silas was there so so where are you all hanging out are you in the the engine cabin is that the idea come from okay yeah. great okay good well i guess uh when I go take my shower, I'll, I'll try to remember what I was thinking when when I said these things that you guys are saying I said, uh, number one, but number two, like, I mean, pretty weird things are happening. And I think we are all saying sort of weird things were the things I was saying, like, weird, like truly that weird? Or were they like, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I think the fact that you don't remember is the... That's true. The weird thing. I mean, you're absolutely right, and we don't know if it's a. This might. Well, be and you said her eyes changed. Yeah, yeah. Your your eyes got like darker. Well, I will show you guys something I realized I can do. And she's oh. gonna take her glasses off and open her eyes, and when she she snaps her fingers next to her eyes, her eyes turn like green, and then she snaps them again, and they turn yellow. I don't know what this is supposed to do. I can't move things with my mind and I can't light fireballs in my hand, but I can change the color of my eye. She's sort of casting thaumaturgy. Um, That's super cool. Yeah, and turns back. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's related to, maybe my body's getting used to being able to do that. <laughs> Seems like a pretty useless spell. Is that what we're calling these things? Abilities, but. 
I don't know. Yeah. Silas is in the shower and he's the one who has all the video game knowledge about what these things actually mean or are supposed to be called. So we'll have to ask him. Maybe I can shoot lasers out of my eyes. Oh, that's Silas. so cool. <gasps> I mean, you can already do all kinds of lightning things. Maybe now you've got lightning and lasers. That would be amazing. Well, it wouldn't be amazing if I couldn't control it or don't remember using it. So we have to, we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go take my, are we all just like staggering taking showers for a reason? <laughs> or I just feel, I got, I was in, the, I was emptying the, the dust ash bin. So I think I got hit with a yeah, lot. Yeah, you're, you're pretty dusty as well. I mean, you're yeah. all kind of a mess, pretty yeah, sweaty, right. but it's also cold and there's, you know, yeah, ash everywhere. Um, it's yeah. And, and, you know, it's, you, you even went, you went down into that cave. I mean, it's been a while since your significant bathing experience. So. Significant bathing. Really There's been a lot of bathing in this adventure. I've, I've never had so much bathing in a campaign before. I do uh, want to clarify though. Um, Silas is not uh, a complete, you know, just completely self-absorbed uh -huh. um, <laughs> like uh -huh. one, once it gets warm enough for uh -huh. him to get in, uh -huh. He is going to handle business very quickly. And gotcha. Enough. So gotcha. I, I do just want to make sure that, that I'm clarifying that I'm not going to like use all the hot water or whatever. Where <laughs> yes. People can't yes. Go behind. Silas is aware. A little bit yeah. less than significant. Yes. <laughs> just an insignificant bathing experience. An adequate bathing experience. A short but sweet bathing experience. Well, I, I think staggering is a good idea. And yeah, we're like Maeve said, we need to keep the fire going. So who, who else? I mean, I'll stay and keep oh, no, throwing stuff on the fire. You go. You need your rest. You need to get all clean. I don't mind. I will stay and stoke the fire. It's okay. Are you sure? Because I think we all deserve a, a chance to not be... <laughs> And Neb looks down like she's just covered in grease. <laughs> she's just covered in oil and grease. Like, and some of Ruse's blood as well. I yeah. Oh, yeah, that's she's trying right. to look at that part. Yeah. Yeah. Classy look. Mm. Go ahead, Neb. Go okay. ahead. So Neb, um, you're going to head back. Is that the idea? And the rest of you will stay in the engine room? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I guess, yeah, I like guess I've been nominated to go next, so Neb will will right. head on back, and she's also going to be all business of just like get get in, get out. She will not wait for it to get warm. Okay, she <laughs> she will uh, because it's only been a few minutes since Silas left, so I assume she gets back to the her cabin. Yes, and is just like okay, off with the clothes into the shower, and then is just done. Like okay. Yeah, it's very fast. Done. It's very cold. I mean, considering how how many times Neb has been hit with freezing water uh, in this this last few days, uh, maybe you're used to it. I don't know. Maybe the you're number the number up. of people in my brownstone that are trying to all take showers at the same time. I'm used to just taking a cold shower. I mean, I've got you know three other siblings and parents and uncles, and it's this is this is fine. This is fine. So it's I'm fast. just wondering where you're going to find the towel. I mean, I'm assuming you Thank did you. not steal a towel from my room. If wrong, then there's going to be some towel experience. I just found had, 10 of them. I don't know where they would be. You but. each had towels in your room. Okay. Uh, Silas had asked for many additional ones from Augie way that is true. back, you know, mm -hmm. 24 Ooh, sessions ago. I don't know what you <laughs> And probably found some more, I think, in, in some of the storage cabinets through when you guys were searching. So he's 
you know, he collected towels from everyone but you guys. So yes, you have your own towels. Um, I think he also took them from room A, compartment A. So there's the nice monogrammed ones. The nice monogrammed what? ones. Uh, so yes, there are, you know, Silas is, is covered. Uh, so yes, Neb does her, her fast and, and quick shower there. Um, yeah, so I think at this point, you know, you all can choose if you, you know, the hot water will start going. You can run in and take showers as long as someone always stays with that that engine and keeps it uh, keeps it stoked. It doesn't need constant, uh, you know, attention, but every 10, 15 minutes, you just want to check it and throw a little in there if necessary, move things around. Um, so it's just something to kind of keep on your mind that someone should See? always be nearby seeing the pace of how things are burning mm -hmm. um is there a way to sort of start to estimate what the Ooh. how yeah. long our wood is gonna last investigation check okay uh... advantaged because you studied <laughs> my game oh, 23 <laughs> no 22 sorry okay 22 um so having read you do know that uh you know the harder the train is working the more fuel it needs so sitting here idle just kind of keeping the train going um you know you could probably do that for quite a long time um but the full moving train you probably have about four hours um, with what you have left is, is your guess kind of looking in that tender. This is an estimate, but you think about four hours of moving train, um, whereas maybe eight hours of idle train. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so we either can stay here for the night or we can try and go get wood now because when, once we start moving, it's going to need to. Is, is it getting dark outside already? Away. Oh, it's dark. Oh, I, don't I don't think anybody should be chopping wood at night. <laughs> Not so. even me. <laughs> Not even All your right. very own so, lumberjack. <laughs> so then we're not going anywhere tonight. We're going to stay here. And um, I think that we should consider. Uh, I don't know what we should consider. Someone else can <laughs> so, do the considering. Um, th anyway, this maybe. is a, um, a game master question. Yes. So with the amount of wood that we already have, mm -hmm. I was under the impression that it was not an insignificant amount. And, like it, yeah, go ahead. And, and we think that that's only going to last eight hours of idle time. Eight hours of idle time. So are we like literally, I mean, we're gonna be chopping every day like it's a, a job in order to get enough wood. So this is Silas now saying this. Yes. Like if, the, if, mm -hmm. this, if this is how much wood we're going to need, we're just sitting here, then we're going to be chopping all the time. So my vote is I think that the Kool-Aid man here could be a really useful ally to us in some way. He could probably just walk through these woods and knock trees down, and then we can just have what we need. Ah, so maybe you want to use Steve. Oh, this is great. You're leading a segue right into what I was going to say. You see... Oh. The pocket watches, you guys, the pocket watches. I put, I found one and I put it on the thing and there's only one more. We gotta find it. And then we- Wait, you found another a, pocket watch? Wait, I did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Silas, Robin, you guys are talking about animating that thing out there? Reanimating it, I should sure. say. Sure, I mean like, about? I mean, I think it's friendly. It came here and just kind of waited for us. And, and it, it cleared the here. track. 
Well, we don't really know if it cleared the track, right? But like, I think it's no, a good but assumption. it's a pretty safe assumption. Yeah. <gasps> what if Steve could pull the train for us? What if Steve, what if Steve can just breathe off? fire and can just sit in this engine room and just like keep it on fire all the time without any wood? Listen, we will never know unless we wake him back up. That's true. So, where did you find the watch? Um, if, let me think. I have to remember. It was in the it was in the boys' room on the clean side. Yes. The toilet. <laughs> Not the little boys' room. <laughs> so like that means I found mine in uh, in the ladies' quarters, mm-hmm. right? In uh, was it an Augie's? Mine was Augie's. Um, you and you found it Silas on Augie's Gloria's. Silas is Gloria. Gloria's. You found one on the the chef's side of the the men's quarters. So then the conductor or the the engineer is the so, last so one. Wait, which the, one the are other, we missing? We gotta catch them all. So the the other people that you that were on the train uh, would be Charlie, who was the porter. So he was moving your bags, doing things like that. Then there would be That's an right. engineer and a stoker who you have not met yet. You don't know them. Well, well I mean, we probably met somebody <laughs> like in zombie form, right? Who was that? If there's anybody still on the plane, I don't, not plane, plane. if there's anybody still on this train, I, I I don't know if I want to meet them, do we? I mean, I think we just did and turned them into little shards of glass, ice, something, I don't know. The that zombie. Was, that was an old an old man. He had very white skin, white hair. Um, do we know, know what he did shorter, on the train? Shorter man, you're not sure, no. At least not yet. Mm. Okay. So we're making a, a huge assum- ass- assumption here. We're making a giant assumption that Steve would want to do our bidding, aren't we? Steve yes. could have gone anywhere that Steve wanted to. I mean, he busted out of there. And then, I mean, it might have been Steve that, like, went and attacked your moose or whatever that time that you told us about. Whatever that big, loud thing was out there. Yeah. But either yeah. way, he came back here, and then he's just, like, oh, powering down. He's obviously conserving energy. Because he's probably battery powered or, or something. Um, and so he's just waiting for us to reactivate. This is how it goes in games. Children of Airtame merch. <laughs> I love it. Powered Steve. I love it. I want like Steve power packs. Now with oh. arm crushing grip. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Wait. Removable pocket watches. I think that or a Steve plushie. Oh, Magnetic. It. Yeah, he's gonna come to life and go. My name isn't Steve. <laughs> Why do you we'll keep calling me Steve? <laughs> well, maybe we should go outside and 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 look at it, like Robin said. Just uh, check uh, it out. Uh, which <laughs> element are we missing? Which one did you find, Robin? Uh, fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we've had water. Uh, plants and fire. Is plants the, earth? The motif in the last area uh, appear to be clouds. Wind, yeah, air. Air. Well, that is part and of Silas the literally starts telekinetically just moving things. Air. That's part Why? of the trade we haven't looked around. We could try starting there. I want to go to the caboose. Has anybody been to the caboose yet? Let's no, go. No, haven't. It was locked, and we were thinking about other things, but now that we've got lights and everything, do we think we can leave this for a little while and go check out the caboose? 
Let's do it together. Uh, somebody but if something stay. happens and we can't get back in time. Here, I'll volunteer to stay. If you I want mean, to we know how to restart I can, it. I can mm. catch it later. But Yeah, I mean, it would go down to embers and it would take a little bit of extra work to get it heated back up again. But, you know, you're not it's not going to go fully out too fast. In worst case scenario, you just lose the lights again. Well, I don't know how you guys feel about splitting up, but I mean, I think oh, it makes sense. Just seems you know, to do a couple a great people... job for us so far. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's how you found Steve, right? So you know, maybe this time we'll split up, and you'll find out how to activate Steve. I personally will figure out how to activate Steve now. Well, no. I mean, sure, yes. I meant the oh. the royal you, like oh, all of us okay. together. But if if I mean, it was you and Robin who found out how to get Steve going the first time. So you know, <laughs> maybe not. this is just maybe this is just the way of things. All right. I mean, I, honestly, I it's going to think we're so rude if it's not named Steve. But <laughs> well, we'll apologize and we'll we'll find out what their name really is, and then we'll go from there. But until now, until then. It makes sense to actually have something to call that being, person, object, whatever, you know, because otherwise, what are we going to say? You know, oh, the big statue over there that. Yeah, uh, Steve rolls off the, the tongue much better than, you know, giant stone golem. Their that name could is be powered Rock. by magical pocket watches. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky. Yeah. Like Hudson. All right. I wonder if Steve is a sarcophagus of some sort. <laughs> Yeah, there's somebody I inside mean, the like that. It just thought of, I just, okay, never mind. I volunteer. Let's go check the... the caboose out. And then I will be, I will volunteer that if we're there for like more than 10 minutes, I will run back to the front of the train and check on the fire. Okay. All right. Let's okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, All right. So we have to go back out around the outside of the train to get back. Unless to, you okay. want to go through the, the pass through tender, which no, has that arrow. No, don't. <laughs> I think yeah, I think we'll. Okay, so everyone uh, climbs. I don't know back. why people don't want to go through this. I mean, it's really not. So yeah, <laughs> I'll follow you. It's fine. I'll follow you. All of us can turn it. That's snip. You don't know until you try. So Fair. you make your way out of the engine cabin here. Um, it's freezing. Inside that cabin with the, the fire, it was really kind of nice and toasty. And as soon as you kind of step out again, oh, it just goes right up and down your spine. As you all begin to put your fingers underneath your armpits or whatever you can do, tense your muscles to stay a little bit warm and walk down past the side of the tender. Uh, you can hear the snow crunching underneath your feet. It's a very clear night. And again, this bright moon overhead, um, you know, just illuminating everything around you, making everything sparkle just that little bit. Um, as you come back around towards the, the sort of interior uh, of the train, and, and are you going to come inside here or do you want to go around the back? Uh, I want to go back to where I left my chair. Okay, that's that's sort like of on the other again, side please. of the, on the other <laughs> side of the tender. So yeah, you can you know climb yourself back up there, and your chair is waiting for you right there. Thank uh, goodness. Here you swung around. So just the like side a of the sigh tender. of relief <laughs> as I finally am comfortable a little bit more. Good. Uh, uh, yeah. 
when okay. Faruz and I did the sweep of the train before we left the first time, yes. was there a way to get into the, if it wasn't locked, was there mm -hmm. a way to get into the caboose by going through the train or did we have to go on the outside? So like most train cars, there is a door on either end of the car. Um, uh, but unlike, it's not like the baggage car where there's a side door. Um, there's only okay. the two on either end that you know. Um, so we're gonna have to go through the back then. Through the back well, or through the, the inside, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's try the inside first. Okay. It, it, is it locked? Um, so yeah, I mean, as you go through, you, you know, you pass by your own, uh, compartments there, yeah. uh, getting in, you know, past the, 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 uh, conversation, not the conversation area, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the group, you know, communal area, I guess that's the word mm. I'm looking for, through the baggage car. And there you find this locked door that should head further into the caboose. Um, but yeah, it's just got a, a big, bad lock on it. Maeve? I would like to try and <laughs> take that lock if I might. You may. Give it a shot. Uh, I'm I'm going to move out of Maeve's way. And as she rolls by, I'm going to yeah, give a gentle squeeze <laughs> on, on her shoulder and say, you've done this before. I have every confidence you can do this again. And I'm going to offer a little bit of help. All right. Thank you. So yeah, as you, you come up close to it and you take a little look at it to make sure you're going to use the right tool on your multi-tool there. It's a 23. And it's a 23. Um, you choose wisely. Uh, <laughs> the rest of you, you can hear there's a there's a focus that comes over Maeve as she's working on this and uses one to kind of prop the, uh, the tumblers at the top as the other one works its way, kind of manipulating the gears until she can spin it and the lock pops open. Uh, you grab the handle, Maeve, and kind of push it and it slides off to the side, revealing the caboose in front of you. It's pretty dark in there. Oh, Whoever left did not leave the light on. But in the darkness, you can see that right directly inside, there are two bunks, one bunk on the right and one bunk on the left. They're both messy and unmade. Um, and as it kind of continues down, you can see it's really quite narrow and cramped, but it's almost like a little tiny house. There's these two beds, there's a sink and a stove and a little place to sit. There's some lockers to keep things in. Um, and it's, but it's just this kind of narrow corridor down the middle. Uh, it looks like whoever was staying in this room isn't here right now. I mean, that's good. Yeah, I hope they weren't just stuck in here for however many days we've been gone. <laughs> I see mattresses. I check under mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Investigation check, please. Si si Silas wants to try to help with this, and the way yes. he's doing that is as he's uh, kind of walking up behind, he's going to lift the mattresses okay. uh, with, with his mind, like, you know, a little bit to make it easier to see. Okay, great. Fantastic. What'd so you get? What am I adding? What I have a 19. The, you have a 19. Let's add in what is your spellcasting? Um, uh, charisma. Uh, so plus charisma. four. Plus four. So 23. Um, so as he's lifting up the mass mattresses and sort of making it easier for you to see in there, um, you see that it's it's basically like a metal just plank with a mattress on it. There's really no place to hide anything. Uh, there are no pocket watches. Um, there's some dust, some crumbs. Somebody's been eating crackers in bed. Um, you know, but it's it's really uh, a pretty. You know, no one's hiding anything underneath these bunks. Mm. 
Um, as you're moving, though, further down, you know, this little corridor, you can see, um, and you remember this, I think, from some of what your, your reading is, that in, uh, you know, next to one of these lockers, there are little handholds. And as you look up, you can see the cupola, this little pop-up at the top of the caboose that has a little seat in it so that you can see you know, up above the train there. Um, so there's that little cupola there above the lockers. There's a little water closet. It has a small, you know, chemical toilet <laughs> in it. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, beyond there's a little banquette and a stove and a little wash basin at the back of this caboose. And um, if, if I go all the way to the back where the door mm -hmm. to the back of the caboose is, is that locked? Mm -hmm. That is also locked, yes. From okay. which side? Um, good question. Uh, you see like a, you know, like a turn tumbler. Uh, so it looks like it was locked from the inside. I'm going to okay. unlock it and make sure it opens mm -hmm. and say, well, might as well just unlock everything just to be safe. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, at least until we go to sleep. Okay. What is the floor situation here? Because we know <laughs> that there was a safe that was supposed to be built in under the floor in one of these places. Are you talking about the werewolf room? I, Silas, we're in Certainly the werewolf that. room. <laughs> Absolutely the werewolf room. This is the um, werewolf, werewolf room. That's hard to say. Wow. I don't think this is a werewolf room. I don't think they would have fit in here, at least when they made their transformation. Plus so we'd see a lot of hair. Pet hair everywhere. Yeah. Well, and I don't think little Roomba comes like out from I mean, I could turn into a wolf, and then this could really be a werewolf room if you would like. I can make it true for everybody. Uh, While well, they're all talking, I'm the, the where's the wolf room? <laughs> the lockers. Okay. Yeah. So the the floor looks like you know like pressed on linoleum kind of floor at the bottom. Um, it's probably you know if you pulled it up there'd be asbestos something like that. You know, it's Rock. not uh, particularly nice, but it's it, you know it's uh, sturdy. So Robin, as you go to the lockers and start to open them, um, you see on one side uh, a pair, you know, a bunch of sort of overalls hanging up in there and a couple of sort of workman's shoes. Um, uh, on the other side, in the other locker, uh, you see more overalls, but these are a little uh, roomier. These are sort of bigger overalls. Um, and the boots um, are also larger on the other side, but a lot of the same kind of stuff. What color are these overalls? <laughs> these overalls are almost all denim, but you do find one that is white and blue stripes, like a proper oh, train yeah. engineer Tri overall. <laughs> Ooh, that's tempting. <laughs> <laughs> a proper Worst case scenario, you could add a patch. Mm. <laughs> add a little personality. Yeah. Uh, Robin's gonna one size size up those. Yeah, white and blue, just to see. Just so, so yeah, as you bring them, they're 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 too long for you. But in terms of like <clears throat> curviness, <laughs> they do. They fit your hips. They fit your your you know your chest. They kind of they Ooh. feel like women's. They're big, but they feel like women's overalls. They're sort of built for wow. for your shape a little bit. Awesome. All right, all right. Robin's gonna kind of just throw them over her shoulder and okay. <laughs> shopping. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, checking the pockets, of course. Everybody reach in the pockets. pockets. Um, you reach in the pocket, um, and as you do, you come out with like some receipts. Uh, you know, in, in one of the pockets there. Um, as you kind of begin to open them up and look at them, um, one is for a, a birthday card, like a greeting card at the Hallmark shop. Oh, hmm. 
But where is the greeting card? <laughs> Does it have a date on it? Um, yeah, let's see. <laughs> sure. Um, it's a few days before you left. What kind of greeting card is it? Does it say like Merry Christmas? Like what is <laughs> this? Oh, it just says card. it just says right? greeting. Yeah, it just says you know oh, birthday greeting okay. card. Um, mm -hmm. You know, four ninety nine from the Hallmark store in mm. Gravelhurst. <laughs> a birthday. I'll dig through the other overalls and shoes and see is there anything in any of those pockets? Is there anything in <laughs> those shoes? Just kind of. Um, turning the lockers upside down as it were. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you pull mm. those apart, um, there's little nubby pencils in some of them, um, as mm. well as a golf ball. Um, these are the smaller overalls, the you know, slimmer hipped, maybe potentially more male bodied mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, overalls. They're much shorter than the, uh, than the other ones, but uh, yeah, some little, um, even maybe you'll find a little golf cart. Whoever this is, is not a very good golfer, um, but you can see they <laughs> golf a lot. Um, they, they golf more than me, so. <laughs> Ah, uh, well. What, what, si what Silas is, is going to start just kind of telekinetically collecting all the pencils <laughs> and putting them in his pocket because you never know when you're going to need a pencil. So. Yeah. Silas okay. really is a collector, isn't he? Yeah. <gasps> There's only about three pencils, but, you know, you can grab. Okay. There are various stages of, you know, having been used. There's a moment, the one that's in my hand you try to take, and there's a moment where I don't let go, and then, well, I got my mechanical one, so here you go. Fine. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, my mind just, you know, kind of grabs things. I didn't know you were holding on to it. I wasn't trying to take it from you. you want to keep so if it your now, mind you wanders, does it just wander to grabbing whatever There's is no around? There's no telling. This is all new to me. Um, what time of... So obviously it's winter, but mm -hmm. just because I'm trying to figure out if any of us, like that birthday, what, what's the yeah. timing on that? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you don't, it, you, I mean, the receipt is from a cut, like a day or two before you got on the train. Um, you don't know if that's the day of the birthday or not, but that was the day that right. this person purchased this birthday. But card. so what was that yeah. date? Just oh, for, actual for context date of where we day? are. Yeah. If you don't have it, that's fine. I don't I know, have that's it. That's a weird precise uh, <laughs> thing. I didn't know if it was all the relevant, way back. so I figured I'd ask. All I will back. look at yeah. wintery. Winter time. It's wintry. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a wintry date. Um, I actually if it think helps, I, I could figure six. it out. I could <laughs> figure it out. I just can't do it. I will tell you another time. Do not stress. Oh, it's, a, it's a random detail. It's a question. great question, and I love it. And I will think um, I will get it for you, but I don't know off the top of my head. Neb so, is going to climb up and go into the cupola. Of course. Okay. Of course. Um, going into yeah. the what? The <laughs> cupola. The, the I don't just, know if Neb knows what that thing is called. Lauren is, using, that. Lauren is using the word that Deb used. Yeah. Neb goes, the cupola. I'm going to climb up there because that looks really cool. Oh my God. <laughs> As you climb up, it is really cool and fun, right? Like there's these little handholds. It's like rock climbing a little bit and they're built into the bunk and the, the locker. Like it's really well designed and thought out. And you pull yourself up into this space and there is indeed a little seat. You can kind of hoist yourself up and plop your bum on this little seat. Um, and as you're up there, you get a 360 degree view. Looking forward, you can see the rooftops of every single car as it moves ahead. You can see Steve just off to the side. Um, you can see where the avalanche came through. Even though it's been cleared, you can see this 
you know, swath on the mountain of where that was. Um, looking back, you can see the tracks disappearing into the darkness behind you. Um, it's really quite amazing. It's chilly up there. Uh, the heat, you know, is still kind of coming on and this is all kind of glass around you. So it's quite exposed. Um, but, you know, the windows can be sort of propped open and maybe one of them is a little bit, you know, ajar. So some of the cold air is coming in through there. Um, and even here you can see there's a little holster um, where clearly like a walkie talkie would sit. But there isn't one there at the moment. And is there uh, a roof? Is there, there glass? Is a roof. Is, okay. Can the roof is, is solid. No, okay. there's not. it's not a glass roof. But yeah, there's a little roof there to keep the, the snow and the elements out. It's just a wow. little, little cool. This is this is quite the view. You should all come up here at uh, one at a time, obviously. But uh, would this I is fit? Really, yeah, I think so. But this it's is this is an amazing height, view. But it's yeah, it's built for humanoids. Bruce <laughs> <laughs> um, is actually reaching over Robin's shoulder at the boots, and she's like, uh -huh. "I'll be taking these." Yeah, them up. I mean, my shoes are tight right now. Um, they're, they're quite dirty. They're definitely used, um, but they feel great when you put them on. They have excellent arch support, plenty of room for those longer toes to wiggle. Um, and they've got nice steel toes on them. Mm. So, you know, walking around, you're pretty sure this is a really good protection with all of this iron and, and, you know, grease and, uh, machinery around. So yeah, yeah my arm crushed. Yeah. It's like your toes would be fine. Yeah, and if Steve tries it, I'll just kick him in the the neck. Nard in the rocks. <laughs> kick him in the rocks. All right. Uh, about how long has it been? If it's been about ten minutes, Silas, it's probably been about ten minutes. Yeah, Silas, okay. you're going to take a run. I, I I'll be right back. I'll be right okay. back, and I'm just going to take off to check on the fire. Yep, Silas going to run back to check on the fire. Uh, when you get there, you can add a little bit and make your way back. But we'll see what that uh, timing is. In a I don't know about you guys, but I'm really, I mean, I, I'm usually, it's cold. Okay, it's it's cold. Uh, but I'm, is it just me or are you guys even colder? It's so freezing. This, this, this um, car, mm -hmm. does it feel like there is cold weather control here? It does. Um, give me a quick perception check, please. A uh, 14. A 14. Um, it feels warmer towards the ground than it does higher up. You know, you know that heat rises, but, you know, for the, it's only, you know, the heat's only been on for, you know, we've said 45 minutes or something. So I feel like it maybe should be warmer. What I'm trying to get at is we know that there was um, cold weather proofing that was mm -hmm. proposed on the car that has the safe. Right. So that's what I was trying to see if there's. This doesn't like feel. That. I mean, it's it's cold in here, you know, and okay. it's, it's it's doesn't feel like this is particularly well <laughs> well proofed. Might I go scratch up a little bit of the linoleum? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, what would you like to use to do this? Uh, I'll take out one of the like my pocket knife. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, you get down there and you start to scrape away. It'll take you a little bit of time, but the linoleum just kind of, you know, it just slices up. Um, you know, it's like cork. It's like that kind of softness. Um, you know, you may be... The asbestos wants to be free. <laughs> it does. Oh, gosh. Or the silver plating that's underneath. Or a ball. Um, <laughs> 
As you dig down, uh, you do hit metal, um, okay. but it does not look silver to you. Okay, good if to anything, know. It looks, it looks pretty much just like iron, like steel. Uh, you don't feel like, at least at this level, there's there's silver right underneath the linoleum. So I've taken a this nice. Probably sorry. be the first car which has. Oh no, no, sorry, I'm wrong. Never mind. This is the caboose. Oh, yeah. This is the caboose. Mm -hmm. Which, sorry, it's a task for not to include engineer and fire meaning caboose, and I. My <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay. No worries. I'm I'm looking at our contract here. I know you're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, anything. Doing a long work. week here. Yeah, long six uh, days. A lot of notes. Yes. Uh, I've taken a really long 360 yes. view and kind of enjoyed the view up here and then finally climbed down mm -hmm. and gone. I'm not joking. You should all definitely take a look. It's beautiful. Uh, anyone tried the, the duple say as they say? Oh, no, I have not. Anyone? Is oh. Silas back yet to hear that? <laughs> no, Silas isn't there yet. <laughs> I took... It, it's what's Sorry, left Tyler. of the French I took back in college. It's his, just that his, one thing. Yeah. Heidi senses, funny. though, kind of, he goes, someone is saying something yeah. ridiculous yeah. about bathrooms. Yeah. I think that's the one place we haven't checked, right? In here? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yes, would you like to check the WC? I'll, the head. I'll head onto the head and <laughs> take a look on inside. <laughs> Knowing that it's probably going to stink, but uh, we got to everywhere. It has a slight smell to it as you open it, but it certainly hasn't been used any time recently. It's also been very cold in there, which should help with some of that. Um, you do see some personal effects. There's a very small shaving kit that's sort of on the ledge of the sink as you're looking into the mirror um, and, you know, and a, 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 a comb. Um, not a lot of sort of fancy stuff, but, uh, you know, a few things. You do see one large, like, barrette, like clampy barrette. Um, that still mm -hmm. has some some gray hairs stuck in it. I'm gonna grab the shaving kit to mm -hmm. look in it in a moment, and then I get distracted by the mirror. Mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna breathe on it and see if I see anything. <laughs> oh yay! M O A R P R B L M S. I'm just can't help it. Now it's gonna be every mirror. I have to. Um, the the mirror fogs up pretty normally uh you know you can you can write in it it doesn't seem to respond to you as you're touching it though you get the impression it's one of those like it's not really glass it's like childproof yeah like mirror the... where it's you know oh. it, it's even like bendy it's you know it's not it's a sort of safety mirror i guess is what they would call it that makes uh, sense we'll say at that point silas you return having stoked the fire a bit um and can climb in you know through the back uh into the caboose that way because it's all open what when did I, I miss? Up, um, nice view. Uh, Maeve had some really <laughs> had some fun with the floor, and I'm checking out the bathroom. Um, and I'll New open boots. up the shaving. Yes. Yeah, New I'll boots. open up the shaving kit just to see what's inside. If there is yeah. anything other than shaving things. So yeah, there's a razor. <clears throat> As you open, it looks sharp. It looks like a good sharp razor. Um, there's a straight a little... razor or a straight razor. Uh, there's a, oh yeah, there's a, a little round brush and then a little bit of, um, uh, like soap powder, like old fashioned soap powder. It feels like almost from another time. Uh, the kind that you would mix with a little bit of water to get a, a lather to be able to shave. Uh, anyone mind if I take the shave? <laughs> no, the razor. The, I, 
I mean, Silas, oh. if you want the rest of this, but no, I'm talking, I was just going to take oh. the razor. Like, this is a nice <laughs> razor. And I, I don't know about any of you, but I've been feeling very much like personal protection should be a thing. And I know I picked up that rolling pin and before we left. Lighting. Well, that too, Ooh. but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm less concerned about needing the razor for the personal hydrate and more about keeping myself alive. Nav, you're just going to cut somebody, huh? Well, hopefully not somebody. Hopefully a oh. thing that comes after us like those Morlocks. Oh, no. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's no, I'll amazing. take the rest of that stuff. I've got, uh, as long as we can keep some electricity going, I've got uh, the electric, the good old trusty electric. But, you know, eventually I'm sure that's going to get too dull and it's going to start pulling and all that nasty <laughs> stuff so we'll see how long it lasts is there a, everything was... this mm -hmm. this might be lauren who knows way too much about knives oh no no is there a <laughs> sharpening block or is there one of those there leather... is a piece of leather there is, there is a, a sharpening leather within there and i think never know enough about that's how to sharpen this thing to take that and then she'll look at silas and say well when your electric goes dull and you want to borrow this you can I'll right. offer potentially you watched your grandfather, um, you know, use it at some point in your young life. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Potentially. Up to you. So everything looked good up front, Silas? Yeah, everything's fine. It looks it looks like, uh, you know, I'm sure that when we start, you know, chugging down the track, choo-choo, it's probably going to be a little bit more dicey. But for right now, everything seems pretty normal. So at the mine, there was the big water tower. Do we remember seeing cords of wood anywhere that were already chopped up? Because if that's, if we can only go eight hours. There oh, was, I, there I was a people. stack of wood at Up the entrance. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's we like a waypoint. It. It's like you just get like your, your resources <laughs> replenished when you get to the campfire or whatever. <laughs> Well, I was just thinking That's exactly how it works in games. If if this train can only go about four more hours, even even saying that it could go double that, that's still not enough to get around this entire track of the the whole like week long tour we were going to take. There had to be places they were going to get more water and wood. Well, right? I'm glad we're not going to have to spend every single day <laughs> chopping wood for twenty hours just to let this thing go. So, I mean, I'm an evil DM, but I'm not that evil. I feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> Why were you chopping so much wood in high school? Well, you know, I mean, you know, my family, it was, it was just something we did to let off steam a little bit. And I was, like I told you, I mean, I had a really rough time in high school being tall and super skinny. So I did a lot of steam letting off, was really quite a bit. So, yeah, it sucks yeah. to be tall and super skinny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hard. Yeah. So, so we uh we don't have a pocket watch though nobody's been able to locate not we're not done here. looking around there's a whole kitchen area yeah in the caboose they have a kitchen they yeah do. they have a okay. little kitchenette you're standing right near it uh so yeah mm. silas back there at the end of the caboose um you know the others are kind of by the bunks and the lockers and the the uh <laughs> the loo um yeah there's a, a wash basin on one side of you with a little stove set up um and some little cupboards and things and then the other side is a banquette with two you know benches on either side how do you uh does it look like the stove like do you have to prime it it's like a little, like a little gas stove. As you go over and kind of open up the doors, blow it, you see a little like propane tank. 
underneath. Okay, I grill all the time, mm -hmm. Silas does. And so he is going to try to turn the stove mm -hmm. on and see if it works. It works real fast. Pops right on. That that uh, gas is good to go. Gives you a nice little hot flame. Is there any food? Like, is there a refrigerator? <laughs> um, there is not a refrigerator. Um, as you're looking around in the little cupboards and things there, you do see a lot of, um, again, like meals ready to eat, like a lot of kind of camping food, the kind of thing that you would add hot water to and sort of. Is there any fully cooked bacon? <laughs> Let me find out. Spaghettios. I've been sitting here for a couple of days. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. So I turn I turn it off. I'm okay. mad now. Silas, <laughs> there's there's still the regular kitchen. There probably isn't much left that would need refrigeration that hasn't spoiled, I'm guessing, but there was well, still a know. lot. I don't know. Does it ever get, yeah, like, it may just be frozen now. Maybe, but I... there might have been enough time in between. Anyway, whatever. We can just check the kitchen and see if there's yeah. anything you want to cook up. But also, having a tank of propane might be a good thing. Well, we're going to blow something up. I did that we're back just, in one of the jobs. I mean, I'm not saying I'm opposed no. to that. You, you know, in the video games, when they like shoot them with guns and stuff, that doesn't actually work. That's very unreliable. But if you turn them on just slightly, just enough mm -hmm. to get a little bit going, and you're able to get an open flame near enough to it, that's what actually makes it go up. And it, it is pretty spectacular, I have to say. This one time, that's how we got through one of these walls that they uh, had completely locked down, unpickable lock. We got through it with a propane tank. What? What are we talking about here? Yeah, it was, it, it was just one of the jobs. You, you have to be careful, though, because it is very destructive. So that was like an outer, outer wall. I would never do that anything close enough to the target, to what, what you're actually after. This also sounds like it's a one-time use thing. So, I mean, yeah. good to have in our back pocket, but also in, a, in case of emergency, destroy propane tank, I guess? Well, yeah. I mean, if we distrust Steve, for instance, it Or might if not we be... say, find a camping stove in the tender or something and want to have a way to prepare food oh maybe that too yeah yeah but i mean we can sure use blowing for its normal up uses sure places is completely the first thing i go to with a propane <laughs> sure says, actually says the, it's not a terrible idea i was about to say says the person who wanted to carry a whole bunch of that stuff back from the mine that was all explosive as i said it's not uh, a terrible idea <laughs> having it on standby is just a exactly it's a thing. Use it to cook and then possibly to break oh, down had, an unpickable wall. meal and blow things up too. Yeah. It's preparing. I, I see it, Maeve. It's, it's preparation. Mm -hmm. I just Is had there... a thought. What if we get the train moving and that wakes Steve up and begins chasing us down the tracks? Huh, that's interesting. Well, then you'll finally get that hug. Won't you? Is it if he just comes with? Is that still chasing? Like maybe he's just gonna come with and follow. That might not be a bad thing. That's not a bad idea at all. If we can't find the watch like easily, because it seems like that you know it's not gonna be as easy as the other three. But you know who who knows? We need to search all the train. If we can't find the watch, yeah. then I agree. Like if we really do think that 
we have resource replenishment at all the mm-hmm. different stops like in, in the video games, then we should just go to the next stop, which I guess would be the mine. I don't want to go inside. I don't know if anybody's opposed to that. Oh, no. But we can go and like do the restocking part, and then we can see if Steve comes along. And if Steve is going to follow, if he doesn't follow, then we can always just come back, right? Yeah, I'm not, not coming anywhere back, anywhere. And once we leave here, I'm gone, Silas. I'm not coming back here. No, 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 no. I mean back to this part of the track. I'm not talking about like back, back to... I, I don't know if we're ever getting back on that part. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. That seems very hopeless. But um, I don't know if we're ever getting back to, like, wherever we're from. Um, what? But, uh, well, I mean, like, honestly, You don't think we're going to get back home home? Th- let's take a step back and think about this. We are on hey. a wild and woolly magical quest to find mirror shards <laughs> that we are just leaping to a, a huge logical jump here to say that once we put them back in this mirror it's going to somehow open the room back to our own dimension or whatever we are right now like there are lots of leaps that are being made there yes there are many leaps being made by all of us today i'm seeing but i'm operating no go ahead what were you saying well we now know that the the people persons whoever set this up knew it was us this is specifically for us. And so I have to think if they know us that well, then they'll know which of us would want to stay and which of us would want to go, right? It's true. It's an assumption, but it's 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 quite true. And I'm, I'm going to allow that. I'm going to allow that. Oh, oh, a it's lot of what we have to go on is, is assumptions. To, to be very clear, I am fine operating under assumptions. And I don't have anything better to do. So I think getting the mirror shards is an excellent plan. But I'm just simply saying that I don't know if we're going to ever get back. Well, we're never going to get the next mirror shard unless we find the pocket watch, I think. It has to be here somewhere. anything in the cupboards? Um, so yeah, I mean, Silas just did a, just did a you know a cursory look for uh, bacon. Uh, you are welcome to do an investigation of those cupboards. Okay. Silas did a bacon check (laughs) and rolled very low. A thirteen. A thirteen. You know, there's a. It's a lot of stuff. A lot of it has homemade labels on it that are you know kind of peeling off. Again, it's all old tins. You know, it really does feel like it's like from another time. Um, And the only thing you notice is that they're all kind of like strapped in right like again like a tiny home or something on wheels things have been kind of like secured so that they're not moving around too much with the the jerkiness of the train yeah are all of them secured or is one of them loose oh looks pretty secure to you with a 13 it's very seem like they're all the same secured when i was in the bathroom and you'd said that the mirror was not really glass Mm -hmm. but like um did it feel like when i i breathed on it and then i probably would just written in my own breath hi just for funsies um when i pressed on it did it feel like it was a solid piece or did it feel like it was the kind of thing where you could like pull it open and there's stuff behind it like like a a medicine cabinet a medicine cabinet yes um uh no it felt it felt solid it didn't feel like there was space behind it no okay i think we should go back and check the quarters i have a feeling i did not do a very good job looking at the men's quarters 
Because it was I mean, messy. You, you did you did good enough to find one of the pocket watches, so yeah. I don't don't sell yourself short. But I agree that that probably is the next place we should go. If, you mean our unless own there's something quarters? else. Before we our go back, can quarters? I just check the? I know I checked under the mattresses, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. can I just check the beds, the pillows, that stuff before? All we that stuff as well. Leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for safety. Yes. Give me an investigation again for that area. Rolls in the tray. Uh, 19. 19. Ooh. <laughs> you know, the as I said, the sheets and things were sort of crumpled and, and well-worn and used. Um, all right, I will offer this. Uh, as you're going underneath the sort of pillowcases, um, on the side that appears to be sort of the the, women, the woman's side, uh, there's um, underneath her pillow, as you reach under and, and you think you feel a little something maybe inside the pillowcase, like a, like a stiff piece of paper or something inside of the pillow. Can I, is it inside of the yeah. pillowcase or is it inside in of the pillowcase? Pillow so as you okay. reach into that pillowcase to take that out and look at it, you extract a photograph. On the, in this photograph, you see a very tall, very round uh, uh, woman, a uh, white woman with graying salt and pepper hair that's in a, a long braid down her back. Um, standing next to her is a very short skinny balding man with with white hair you do recognize him as the person you fought in the cabin of the engine um they're holding hands they are smiling big broad smiles and at the very bottom it says al and al forever What'd you find? Uh, this. Oh. Mm. That's lovely. In a very sad way. It would be way. more lovely if we hadn't just killed him. Like completely exploded. We didn't kill him. We killed some reanimated zombie ice yes. can we really thing. say that though like he was already passed yeah robin you said this was the person you saw after the accident right in the caboose yes. or not in the caboose in the, the engine wait what did you say before was he dead before or like was anybody with him i mean there were people surrounding him when he was passing did it look like her spirit lift did it? Let's I don't know. Check. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's not good. That's like a five. <laughs> you were pretty. You know, you were you were looking at what you thought was a a ghost, right? I mean, you were quite distracted. He was really the main focus of your attention. He was surrounded by some people you recognized, others that you didn't. But you didn't clock, you know, what the people that you, you the people you didn't already know looked like. The other people were phasing in and out of existence, and all I saw was his ghostly form lifting out of his body, and I don't know if I recognize this woman. I don't, I feel like, would we have seen her on the, on the train at some point? If she were here? 
I well, we don't were, know. We were only Is there on anything? The, we were only on the train for a little bit before we were put into another part of the dimension world train. I don't know. We just had we to get in that door. Yeah. Had to go in room A. <laughs> A whole lot of people you could have talked to. The chief's not mad though. Don't worry about it. I mean, I mean, Neb licked the door and thus she needed to go through the door. Like, wait, sorry. So, mm -hmm. so was this Alexander who we met? No, uh, you day? met Alexander. Alexander was an Asian man. He was the yeah. chef. And that's uh, why I was you, confused. You know okay. that he stays in, you know, stayed in the room with Charlie. So this is a different Al, as far as you're aware. So, so we've got, I'm going through my notes right now. No, Alexandra, <laughs> Julie, Julian, Alan, Corbin. <laughs> oh my god! But um, I I totally had a thought, it's, and I mm -hmm. blanked on it. It said Alan Al, Alan Al, Al for Al. Oh, was, is there anything Alan written? Al. So on the back of the thing, it's back just the Alan Al forever. It just says Alan Al forever. Hmm. It's sort of romantic in a macabre sort of way. Don't you think? What? I mean, we I don't think anything's macabre until it's on the other side of like, you know, something terrible happening, right? So yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure when they wrote it, it was probably okay. What era of of photo is this? What era of clothing? It looks it's modern to you. Modern. Yeah. It's a color photo. It's modern. Um, they are wearing the overalls. It reminds you, you know, you can see it's the exact same ones there. Well, I'll say this, um, Silas, now that you're looking at the picture, she looks very sooty. Uh, <laughs> she really, she, you know, she looks covered in charcoal hey. and ash and dust. And, and, you know, you feel like this is them on the job. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, I'll even give you, you're getting the impression he was the engineer and she was the stoker. Yeah. He ran I this think, train together. I think that they stoked a little bit more than just the train. You know what? Good the for the looks them. of it. Yeah. Good on it. <laughs> yeah, Get it, Al. Ear to ear. Get it, Al. It's so romantic, them working the train together. Yeah. <sighs> but it also makes sense why we Chuck. wouldn't have seen one of them because it looks like they're pretty self-sustained back here with everything they needed they wouldn't also, have wandered into the quarters out of nowhere right? yeah their their job was to run the train and yeah. so they they were but wait they, when they're running the train and they get done with it then they have to go all the way outside and walk the entire length of the train just to go back to home well they don't they could go through the train then who was doing the stoking when Al wasn't stoking? Like, did the trains, did it keep going all the time? Like, did people have it to do never, a night shift? It never stopped while we've been on it, except for, you know, the one time. It's probably like what we're going to have to do is there was always just somebody. Maybe they had a main stoker who was, that was their job. But then, you know, they and had an backup. associate stoker. Yeah. <laughs> Assistant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you have a job that has to be done 24 hours a day, then you can't just have one person do it. That's very no. true. Redundancy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um. So listen, if we're going to look for the watch yeah. in the quarters, then I think that's great. And I volunteer as tribute to go and make sure the fire doesn't go out. Very good. Because I'm not good go. at looking for things. My pops used to tell me that I couldn't find my own head if it wasn't screwed on my shoulders. So, <laughs> um, maybe as you're looking at this um, picture, just give me a perception. 
14. Um, as you're looking at the bed and the way everything is, and, and, you know, there's even a little ledge off to the side, it feels like everything has been kind of thrown, like when the train stopped suddenly, everything was kind of thrown to one side of the bed. And you're wondering if just things might be a little out of place. Just put the, remake the bed a little bit. Yeah, as you, as you pull it back and, you know, and you're finding like, you know, a pair of glasses and you find a little cup, um, you know, things like that, that have been kind of tossed to one side. And it, it just gives you the impression that maybe, maybe this whole car has been a little tossed up. Can I look along the edge of that side of the, the car? Yeah, absolutely. Give me an investigation check, please. Can I help with that? I'm very yeah. specifically thinking of when we came to a stop, mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. would have shifted in the direction that we had stopped mm -hmm. in. So inertia. <gasps> it's a natural twenty. Natural so it's 20. a twenty twenty-three before Yay. before anything I was gonna get to. Okay. Help with. Are you, what is your what is your help then? Uh, um Nev? well just my an, just an intelligence. Uh plus three. Plus three, so twenty-six. Twenty-six. So you get, you know, you're 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 rolling up and down this this caboose and kind of pulling things. You're noticing, yes, everything, even the stuff in the lockers. You know, all of the hangers got kind of shoved to one side, and everything's been kind of moved. And as you make your way down towards the banquette, this area, mm -hmm. finally now you look down on the ground and you see cups and plates and food silverware has all been sort of knocked off of the table and underneath the bench on one side. And down in there, you also think you see a card sticking up from inside that mess. Reach in and grab it. As you pull it out, it is a birthday card. On the front, it says, happy birthday, old man. And it has a big picture of a smiling, you know, older gentleman missing some teeth. As you open it up and look inside, it says, Dear Al, happy birthday, my sweet. 70 years is a feat. I've a gift just for you, and it starts with a view. Climb up and you'll see it begins with a key from Al. I immediately look up the little, <laughs> the, the, the place that I Cupola? was. Cupola? Well, the, Nev doesn't know what it's called. She's like, do, we do we Do we think? I mean, I was too busy looking outside because the outside view, but I'll scramble back did, up. And... Did you watch, did you read that out loud? Yeah, that's what I was uh, Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I was assuming. You have that and can throw it in chat so I can. Yes, well, I mean, awesome. anytime you want it, I will say it again for you. So mm -hmm. happy birthday, my sweet. 70 years is a feat. I have a gift just for you. And it starts with a view. Climb up and you'll see it begins with a key. Oh my, 70 years. Aww. Halfway up, Neb stops. <laughs> Looking around the cupola, yes. Yeah, and then she'll continue. And yeah, this time instead of, ooh, look at the view, mm -hmm. like look under the chair, look mm -hmm. around the feet, look, um, Great. there was the place where the, the walkie-talkie would go, look inside that. Investigation kind of just... tech, please. Sure. Got it. Um... Oh, 11 
it's 11. still it's still the outside is still very tempting. <laughs> the outside is very tempting. Um, yeah, you you know you stick your hands inside. There's like a little you know where the the walkie talkie goes. You come up with nothing. You're feeling underneath the chair. You come up with nothing. Um, you know whenever all the metal, all the steel is still kind of still kind of cold. The heat is still sort of making its way up there. Can I check? the pockets on the men's overalls uh yes uh, that was what neb had checked as oh, well okay. it came I'm up sorry. with gulf materials <laughs> got it um but if you would and like to do an overalls? investigation like a specific investigation of the locker you could do that okay sure yeah go for um it. yeah looking for something like a key ring or mm -hmm. something like that gotcha uh 19. 19. Um, so we'll give you both lockers with that as you search them pretty thoroughly. Um, the men's locker, as you're beginning to go through there, you find, you know, lots of like, again, little bits of paper, like I, just somebody who, you know, always cleaned out his pants and just kind of threw it in the locker. And a lot of it's sort of deteriorating, but nothing of great value or note. Um, over on the woman's side, uh, Al, Lady Al's side there, um, in this area, you you find a, a notepad um, with some pages that have been ripped out. Um, yeah, we'll go with that. Hmm. Do you think it's some sort of treasure hunt? Like a, oh, what do you call them? Scavenger hunt. Yes. Starts you with like key, ends with a bang, I don't know. A naked, like, sort of reverie or something. By what, kind, what kind of bang, Miss Robin? <laughs> wow. It sounds like Farouz is on the same page there. <laughs> Calling from upstairs. I'm like, well, yes. that picture did look like they were very yes. happy. <laughs> very like much in love. They were working the train. Yeah. Is there so, any, can, can mm -hmm. I see any imprint of the writing on the notebook? Uh, the you want to do like one of those scratchy yeah, like a, things? Yeah, like an etching, like you take it? one of the pencils and... Um, Yes. Uh, give me. Hmm. No, let's just say you can just do it. Um, as you go through, you do see some imprint. It's not uh, decipherable. It's too many layers down to really have got it. But yes, there's there's writing. This has been a well used pad. Um, uh, you know, you're definitely um, feel like you're on the the right track with that. Ooh. I just want to say I don't. Silas doesn't know how long it's been, but I am really conscious of making sure the yes. fire has not gone. Gotcha. I, will I don't make want sure to lose electricity. I will. Yeah, but, <laughs> we yeah. appreciate you, Silas. He will we, run uh, back if he feels like he yes, can yeah. Silas. Noted Silas's on top of it. Um, anything? Well, yeah. I don't see anything up here. I've kind of looked all Nothing? over. Uh, I mean, oh, dear. Would you mind if I had a look at the view? You know, oh, absolutely! Like a no, you starry should... night. I mean, I've been thinking about looking at the the stars the, the whole time, but yeah, 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 and I'll climb back down. So and that's Robin's cool. way of mm -hmm. nicely <laughs> move over. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> that young one. This was a seventy year old who hid this, and so I know how to find it. Yeah. All right, keep Robin. Rolling too low. Move Let's it now. Would you like an investigation check, please? Yes. Uh, that is a, is an 18? 21. 21. You get up there and you decide you're going to sit on the chair. She's like, that, you know, that's what you're doing. You're looking around. You keep looking at that slightly ajar 
window. And you realize it's, it's right at your arm height. And just on a whim, you sort of stick your hand out and wrap it up over the top of the roof. And as you do, you feel a little bit of duct tape and the little feel of a key taped to the roof of the cupola. You pull it off. It's real frozen, but you're able to dislodge it and you pull it inside. There's a very small gold key and attached to it with a red ribbon is another little note. And it looks like it's been written on the paper that came from the pad that Maeve showed you below. This is so exciting. And I'll read it. As you open up the note and read to the rest, you read. So you found the first clue. And now what to do? Try finding a lock. But be careful. Tick tock. Time <gasps> might just run out if you sit there and pout. Oh, and I'll read that to everyone. Ah! <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as Silas sees uh, Miss Robin come down and like expose yes. uh, the, the key or whatever... Uh, with minor illusion, he makes like the da 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 da, like the sound in <laughs> Mario when you, when you hit the flag. Yeah. What do you oh, Miss Robin, where'd you find that? That's that's oh, amazing. You know, just just a you know, definitely. Uh, you you dislodged it for me. You didn't even notice. <laughs> that's very kind of you to say. I'm glad that you were able to find it. What do you guys think? Obviously, we're looking for a clock of some sort. I know we, we have a grandfather clock somewhere <gasps> in the other part of in, the train. In the the room, in the room where we all had dinner. The room oh, where it happened. Right. Let's Summer, go. Was, yeah. I'm it's sort of sad though that he. I mean, this means that he he never found what she planned for him. Yeah, and honestly, all we're gonna find at the end of this is some naughty lingerie or something. <laughs> And so, like, I don't know why we're doing this, but I mean, what else? You know how expensive lingerie is. I, uh, it's very true. Very true. You don't want to go on my lover's treasure hunt? Stuff? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. do it. Let's if do that's it. all we find, then we've at least fulfilled this last treasure hunt for her. I made you go through caves and fight Morlocks, and now you're like, hmm. I don't want to find those handcuffs. I don't want to <laughs> do a romantic find subplot. Hey, handcuffs would be useful. Let's hope for handcuffs. <laughs> Robin is sort of like <laughs> if, it, if it is lingerie, at least that means we've got more underwear, right? We've, we've got a limited <laughs> supply of underwear. Need we're gonna need it. Exactly. Um, By the way, did Silas after his shower put on new pants or did he go back into the into the dirty silver? Uh pants? He, he definitely put on um he, he or put new on shorts, I guess. Shorts, new, new, new shorts. shorts. Okay, yes. You have and your then, all your old uh, clothes available. And then at clothes. this point in time, uh, you know, at some point he's going to uh basically bring up to Miss Robin like Miss Robin, I've got a, like a lot of holes in uh in the pants that you and he wants them repaired, but they're not in great shape right now. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Robin is going to, if Maeve still has that card, you know, she's mm -hmm. just going to ask for it and, mm -hmm. and kind of read over it, if that's okay. I'll hand it off. Okay. Um, Robin's just going to kind of whisper to herself and I'll make it my goal to figure out this puzzle for you, because you mm -hmm. could not. And uh, she's going to keep the card. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, do we want to check out the clock? Tick-tock, let's go. Yeah, the clock and then, and then, well, yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that. The clock's good. Okay. I mean, that's what dinner out. was anyway last time, right? So maybe dinner happens like around the clock? That's what I was hoping a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> 
So as the party makes its way towards the dining room uh, mm. where the clock is, Silas, you can run up front and check the fire, make sure that's doing well. <clears throat> Mm -hmm. um, so the rest of you pass by the, uh, you know, all of the crew quarters, moving back through the curtain that has the, you know, authorized personnel only, uh, and into the main dining area. As you get there, yes, there is a big grandfather clock up against one of the walls. Uh, Robin, are you leading the way? Mm-hmm. Does that feel appropriate? Um, <laughs> so yes, Robin, as you get there. It is a large grandfather clock, and indeed, the front panel has a tiny little gold lock on it. Won't waste any time. Right, right, right in, mm -hmm. turn, it clicks, and the uh, front door swings open. Back in there, behind the bars that are still sort of working, there's you know still a swing to that uh, the bottom of that grandfather clock. Again, duct taped to the wood behind all of the gears, you see a wrench. And wrapped around the center of a wrench is a piece of paper that matches the one that they found. Oh, we lost Robin. She was so happy. Mind blown. She just went straight into that clone. Yeah. Yep. It's like Narnia. It is. Yep. It is. You said, the last the unicorn right she will never return from time. She and grabbed space. that wrench and was gone. That's all she needed. Yeah. Um, she's okay we'll give her a moment before we we go much further on maybe we'll uh, go check the, the bar yes. and restock a little absolutely bit i mean that stuff did not freeze uh yeah. it is it is looking good <laughs> you can clearly refill um if you do you know if you did want to go and sort of cook yourselves up a little bit of a meal yes. we could do that while uh while robin is uh there she is. She's finding her way back to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Narnia. Seconds. My entire screen just went white. <laughs> I don't know oh. what happened. It was Narnia. The magic was it so was powerful. Narnia. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, well, at least we bring us any point. Turkish delight. <laughs> um. So yes, so uh, they were restocking some alcohol, they were looking at some dinner, but you were focused very strongly on this wrench that is duct taped to the inside of this grandfather clock. Okay, all right, uh, I'm gonna gently pull it out to not destroy mm -hmm. anything with mm -hmm. the, the wood because duct tape is, you know, it's pretty strong mm -hmm. stuff. So yeah. uh, pull it out. Okay, you sort of, you know, pull up the tape as carefully as you can and pull it out. And as you unfurl this, you know, you've got this nice, heavy, solid wrench in your hand. As you unfurl that note and kind of open it up, uh, you see again more writing. This one says, you're closing in, dear. One more and you'll cheer. The future looks bright even in the dark of night. So open the hatch and the last clue you'll snatch. And and she'll read this aloud as people are you know looking around at stuff and a hatch a hatch there's there's many hatches on a train what what do you guys make of it well what hatch needs that wrench I'm sorry what Is was it... the last line of it so she reads it again you're closing in dear one more and you'll cheer the future looks bright even in the dark of night so open the hatch and the last clue you'll snatch. Is the wrench like normal size? Is it one of those big ones from where we were doing uh, stuff on the engine of the train? It looks like a standard wrench. In fact, Robin, you look down and it says like number five standard mm -hmm. wrench. Is Silas still in the 
fireplace. Or... <laughs> Silas, you can return now. <laughs> Silas uh, is no so, longer. So, so what? What did I miss? Uh, we'll we'll read for you. Yeah, fast forward. Fast forward. Yes. So um, what, what if that means that it's like, you know, it goes all night. We were just talking about this. Maybe the train goes all night. Maybe the last clue is in the fire. Uh, or maybe. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> or maybe. What else? It speaks of dark in the night and light. Yeah, it's very specific that it goes dark. Does the train have a, a lamp? up front? It absolutely does. Well, Perhaps. shall we go check it out? Yes! I was just up there. Yes, let's go. <laughs> all right, but you all... have a wrench now, did you? I did. Uh, <laughs> a classic standard number five wrench. Um, <laughs> yes, you guys make your way off the train, and again, through the snow, now excitement is kind of bubbling up inside. Yeah. You're following the clues. You come up towards the front. There's that cow catcher at the very front, that you know, little thing that pushes forward. Um, and way up there, it's quite high. You're talking like, you know, eight feet up there, ten feet up. You're going to have to climb up a little bit. But there at the front, there is a glass hatch in front of a uh, sort of gas lamp, oil lamp, uh, right up at front. And it does look like a standard number five wrench just might fit those bolts. Wait a minute. Hey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This seems a little bit too perfect for us, doesn't it? Actually, it was I think you're a very skeptical person. <laughs> Actually, the more perfect it is, the the more perfect it is, the more I, I think it's supposed to be this way, right? Because, I mean, I'm going on the continued assumption this was made for us. So either whoever made this whole thing, uh, who knew we were going to come here, knew we were going to follow this. Or if uh, we hadn't gone into that room yet, maybe Al <laughs> would have found it and we would have just found his... Watch Only one way to find out. Yeah, Silas, Silas is going to try to jump up and climb. <laughs> and as he's doing, like if he yes. sees the wrench anywhere, he yes. is going to try to just grab it telekinetically as he is uh, starting to climb and carry it. Like Robin oh. has the wrench. So I'll Robin goes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The wrench goes up. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a little tough. It, these are tight, tight bolts, but they are bolts that are often undone. Um, so, you know, your telekinetic powers are strong enough to put, you know, 50 pounds of torque on there and get them, you know, uh, you know, sort of singed off, uh, screwed off and the hatch opens. Uh, there is a, like I said, a, like an oil lamp in there that, you know, once lit will shine quite brightly. And, uh, you think you see a little piece of paper duct taped to something behind the lamp. I am going to, uh, with my mind, mm -hmm. pull back the duct tape. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, duct tape's strong, but I think I have enough pressure. Mm -hmm. And then yes. I'm going to grab the what, whatever is behind yes. it. Um, tape and all, I'm just going to take, yep. take all of that and, and float that down uh, to everyone. And then he's basically, as he's saying it, he's like, please be in the house, please be in the house. It is a small crowbar. And taped to it is another piece of this paper. So the Robin crowbar floats it. down. Robin will grab the crowbar and pull the piece of paper out. It reads, it's the end of the trail with one more detail. If you want all the glory, just remove the old story. And the old story is in quotes. And there you will find my love is entwined. 
I'll read it once nice. more. It's the end of the trail with one more detail. If you want all the glory, just remove the old story. And there you will find my love is entwined. That's so romantic. Even though sweet. one of them ended up being a zombie in the end, it really is romantic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen, laugh. we haven't found the other owl, so she might be a zombie too. So we need to be careful. All I know she is... She was a lot bigger than, than no, Boy Owl. <laughs> she might be a more formidable zombie. Well, the old I mean, story. Was there a book on the bookshelf? In, my, in their in their uh, room? Um, sure, yeah. There's some like old paperbacks back in the caboose. Oh, I was thinking in the in the library. The library. I mean, there are lots of books in that library. Because said, you know, uh, Robin was reading all the good beach reads last time. It's a crowbar? It's a crowbar. Is there a plaque on this train everywhere talking about, like, oh, you know, this used to be this train, and now it's owned by this company or something? There was, wasn't there? Um, I don't know about a plaque. There was a pamphlet at the beginning that gave you kind of a history. There are definitely books of the history of the Northern Heritage Line. Um, yeah, nothing, you know, I would say nothing that's really popping to mind that would require a crowbar at this point. Um, it's obvious. It's uh, we find the book and then behind the book on the bookshelf, there will be something like a safe and we got a crowbar it open. Obviously. How, how big is this crowbar actually now it's, that I'm thinking it's about a it? Cute, it's a cute little crowbar. Hey, why don't you give me an investigation check of that crowbar? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a 14. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Maeve? Was the map mounted on the wall? Um, no, I mean, it, we talked about it being in the pamphlet. Again, there was like an informational kit you know that you all received at the beginning of this trip um so uh neb uh with your 14 looking at this crowbar it is it's cute it's like a foot long um you know a little bent at one end it's definitely you know not for heavy duty jobs but has a little heft to it um and you also notice there's also some writing along the side um and it says uh you know um uh number 18 written in the side of that crowbar etched into the middle I didn't even know that crowbars came in different sizes and this is adorable. And apparently this is like the wrenches. It's, it's the number 18. Does that mean anything? The old story. story. Well, first, maybe we just figure out what is the old story. That you would need a crowbar to. Maybe it's the werewolf room because it's like a story of a house. I just really want to get in that room. <laughs> you all see the smoke coming out of all of their ears. <laughs> I was say, at any point, you're going to do an investigation check for a hint. This is never Something a totally a, stump you. No, we've got this. You, you're welcome to take this. as long as you've seen on the train. We'll figure it out. We were, we were talking earlier about how this train had been refurbished yes. in order to be like it was. Yes. Is there anything? Place obvious on the train that is still original that hasn't become the ship of Theseus and has been replaced. Well, compartment A, the original, the original room, the room no one could get into. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, is not refurbished. That. that is original. Yeah, but Al wouldn't have sent Al into that room because nobody couldn't get into get that in room. There. Yeah, what if it said something about entwined? 
new entwined. I mean, I don't know if I want to know what is that it means the IV plaque? in this context. The ivy plaque? Oh, it wasn't a plaque. It wasn't. Never mind. No, it's okay. No. It was the reflection. Okay. Um, Can you read it one more time for me? Absolutely. Yeah. It's the end of the trail with one more detail. If you want all the glory, just remove the old story. And there you will find my love is entwined. Oh, I feel like there's a lot of clues in there. All right. <laughs> yeah. End of the trail. I'm getting That's really deep with it, you guys. I mean, what? I'm like, Glory. Her name is Gloria. Stop Wait. me now. <laughs> What's the name of, does this train have a name? Uh, this is the Starlight Special. Right, okay. On the caboose, when we mm -hmm. had kind of walked around it, on the back, mm -hmm. was there was there anything on the back of the caboose? Like uh -oh. there's a little iron, you know, um, I'm gonna forget what they're actually called, but like a little, you know, iron linkage with a place you can sit and little porch kind of back back there. Little coupling, porched coupling. I don't know if I'm thinking of the right thing, but it's not here. So I'm gonna head back to the back of the caboose and go take a look there. I'll go with you. Then I'm gonna Robin follows. Head off. Uh, yeah, as you head back towards the caboose, um, yeah, at the back you see that again it's a little iron porch with the coupling underneath, so there's a little place you can sit. Uh, there are two little stools back there, um, you know, and a ledge on the windowsill. You even see, you know, could be any could be a good place to put a coffee cup if you were so inclined. Um, yeah, what what are you looking for? What would you like to do? Well, I think Neb is obviously is looking for something obvious to <laughs> wrench or pry. I open. see. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Investigation. Story. Okay. Uh, man, I'm just rolling not well. Twelve. Twelve. I mean, yeah. it's all hard iron here. Nothing is sort of obviously pryable. Um, this is definitely, you know, made to last here. Yeah. This I'm gonna. Is, you know, this is not this is not a heavy duty crowbar. This is you know whatever it's going to peel away is going to be pretty easy. Hey Jen, will you will you copy that into the chat? Yeah, I can I'm, as well if you. I'm going to look over at Robin and say, well, I'm not seeing anything obvious, and I'd like to stand on top of one of the benches, yeah, and yes. just kind of peer around and see if I see anything else from that yes. viewpoint. Yeah, give me another investigation. At least one of these people was incredibly tall, <laughs> That's true. and so she's gonna she's gonna assume some things. And when she when she gets onto that uh -huh. bench, as uh -huh. she's thinking about, oh, I should have brought Feruza with with us because she's really <laughs> tall, and she's Feruza would have helped. But I got Robin, and Robin's gonna be a lot of help. Oh. I, <laughs> But it, it's going to be okay, and I'm going to give myself a little support. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, because I keep rolling single digits like that. Uh. <laughs> Eight. So that is a ten. A ten. Um, it's very pretty up here. Here's what I'll give you with ten. It is pretty. You do see something wedged, like in some of the, like up above in the in the awning over this thing, but you can't reach it and you can't see what it is. Hey, hey, Robin. I'm way ahead of you. You're, you want to get on my shoulders. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> I... That wasn't where I was going, but can you join me on the bench? Because you're taller than me. Only by about four inches, but okay. <laughs> you know what? Those four inches may make all of the difference. All right. Uh, do, do you see that up there? Can you can you see what that is? 
I can't tell look. if it's just part of the train or if it's something odd. So as you step down and Robin steps up, Robin, you get a little more vantage on it, and it looks like a like a rolled up magazine, maybe. <gasps> oh, it's like geocaching. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna reach for it. I'm All right, it as you pull it down, uh, another one of these stubby little pencils falls out, um, and as you unroll it. It's a book of word problems. Um, and as you kind of look through and compare the handwriting to the handwriting on the notes, it looks like girl Al, Lady Al, um, is into word problems. She's been sort of going through this book of puzzles and word problems. Is it kind of maybe we, kind of, we put together <laughs> that she would sit back here and do... Do yeah. puzzles. Do her yeah. word problems, her word puzzles. Mm -hmm. uh, Robin will flip through it. I'm not mm -hmm. really expecting to see anything, but you know, she's learned this about. Uh, yeah, give me, give me an advance. Uh, give, just give me an investigation. Okay. Let me see what I would. No, sure. 10. Nope, 10, okay. Well, it doesn't surprise me that she would like puzzles because I mean, this whole scavenger hunt thing, that this is very up her alley. You know but. what, Neb? Hmm? I sure wish I could have done this for Harold on our 70th. <laughs> Isn't it just perfect? It It is kind of a lot of fun. I never would have thought to do something like this for, for somebody. I hope that one day you will. Maybe one day, but if, if not, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> if you were going to uh, hide something for Harold, what would you hide? <laughs> That's a loaded of... I she says innocently. PG thirteen. like innocent, super innocently. I would hide his favorite children's book. We used to read children's books all the time. It was so wholesome and made perfect bedtime stories. He had this one about a cow jumping over the moon. It was such a wonderful little story. <laughs> That's how I'm nice getting read to each other. No, no, no. It was. It, it's been nice to kind of take my mind off of all of everything going on. Um, Did the rest of you go back yeah. with them, or are you I, I was going, doing I was something? going to say if, no. if we allow mm -hmm. it, Silas eventually mm -hmm. gets back there mm -hmm. and probably comes in right on the book, and then he's just okay. going to you know pot shot. And he's like, "Mine was the monster at the end of this book. That that Grover. That, like, that is the best I one. Did you ever read that? I read with that all the time. Did you ever read that with Harold? So Which one is that? The, the, the monster at the end of this book. No, don't there's... turn the page. Don't no, you remember that whole word of yeah. monsters? Yeah. I was more of a hungry caterpillar. It was, so <laughs> was that one? <laughs> the Giving Train. The Giving Train. All oh, the Phil so Silverstein good. books were amazing. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You didn't know you were getting that here tonight. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have this old, old uh, book of where the sidewalk ends with all of those poems that I would yeah. read sometimes. Yeah. My favorite haiku is from that. Yeah. Love it. On my frog's smooth round belly, there lies no button. Oh, <laughs> oh that's funny. That's cute. Well, uh, or are you all at the back of so, the caboose together now? Or, um, or I thought you? Neb and and Robin went together. Yes. The three of us stayed like, with our food. Yeah, I don't know. Si okay. Si so Faruza, Faruza and Maeve are still in the dining room. Okay. 
Or, no, or I, you were at the front of the train, but maybe you went back to the dining room. Is that what you're suggesting? Because okay, so we had met at the clock, did the clock thing. Those two took off, and then the rest you of went us to the lamp. Well, no, you were up at the front yeah. of the train with yeah. the with the headlamp for the yeah, train. That's it. So then they went back to the back. Um, so yeah, Maeve and Faruza, where where would you have gone? Um, okay, so Faruza is just gonna. She's like, yeah. I mean, I know we've gotten everything going, but I'm still really cold in here. Like it's freezing. I'm gonna run back to my room and I mean the beds might be too short but the, the blankets are really fluffy here so I will get my blanket it's just I don't know why I'm so cold and she's okay. gonna get up and go to her room mm -hmm. and um so she goes in her room and she's sort of looking around and um she snatches one of the blankets off the bed and she puts she puts it around her she's like what the heck and as she's she's giving her to leave the room she sort of passes by her mirror Mm -hmm. And she looks at her face. She's like, oh, you know, and she's sort of thinking to herself, yeah, I know there's a really good esthetician that was on Fifth Avenue. I think she moved her offices to the West Village. Yeah, I can see her. She can definitely get rid of this. And while she's sort of looking at her face, it's almost like imagine someone like steps forward mm -hmm. and faces her in the mirror. And it looks just like Feruza. Mm -hmm. But this Feruza... She just, she looks like she's really pale. Her eyes are darker. Her hair is darker. And Fruza is just sort of standing there in shock, looking at, looking at herself in the mirror. You notice that while you felt like you were sort of making expressions and looking at yourself, the person looking back to you is very blank. There's a tightness to her features. She looks just like you, but she looks like someone who never smiles. And there is like a scream sort of caught in Fruz's throat. But right as she's about to like do something, the Fruza behind the mirror brings up her hand and goes, and disappears, and it's Feruza herself. And you realize, without even knowing it, you have also raised your hand, but a moment later. She wraps the blanket around herself and goes to join Maeve and Silas. Much better, you guys. You didn't feel the chill in here? I wear short shorts in the middle of the year, so. That's true. Why am I asking you? Oh, oh. Robin and Neb, are you going to stay where you are? Do you want to return to the group? Maeve, did you want to, you know, who? You, you found this book of puzzles. Is there is there any place further you'd like to go at this point? Maeve, go ahead too. In the book of puzzles, yeah. there isn't one called the old story, right? Um, well, so far, have you followed? Oh, them I, I, back? I guess we haven't gotten back together yet. But you get—I mean, you can—you can have gone to investigate, or they can have come to you, whichever you prefer. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I don't care. Neb way. and Robin, you would have returned. Yeah, I think Robin would be leading Neb back to okay. where all the books are. Stylus feels very useless. Mm -hmm. So he is just kind of wandering <laughs> back and forth, and he is—he is seriously. This is what he's doing. 
Yes. He's looking for opportunities to uh, physically interact with things. So okay. he's like, if people are like looking in places, he's like okay, trying to telekinetically helping... and physically trying to do it because gotcha. um, this this kind of stuff, he, he has difficult uh, difficulty focusing um, to this degree to try to find things. Gotcha, okay. I feel, I feel like I, Robin I needs- I try something, but I think- I think well, Robin so leads Neb back thing. as we all start having the discussion about Shell Silverstein and the, the giving tree and everything. And that's that's how we all talk about yes, that in that moment. Exactly, as you return. Um, meanwhile, Silas is sort of opening and closing cabinet doors and things as you're walking. Curtains are sliding telekinetically. You all seem to kind of come together again in this lounge where there is all the books and where it is, it's, you know, it's again, the train is really starting to warm up now. Thanks to Silas Ooh, continuing oh. to stoke, it's starting to kind of finally get warmer. Uh, Feruza returns, and uh, Neb and and Robin show the rest of you this book of puzzles, um, sort of you know half done, pretty well you know used and loved. Did you need a crowbar to get it? Um, no, we didn't do no. crowbar. Book yeah, I don't know. Oh, this I, is I, I think I've got it. I think I might have it. Hang on. Um, what does me? I just need a second to go through this. I just really hope it's handcuffs, you know? Honestly, <laughs> they, they have a use. If you say so, Silas, if you say so. No, uh, all since I'm we're... saying is if we yes. come across like a Morlock just out and about, you know, and we don't want to just like kill it, you know, we could like just tie it up, restrain it. All right. If if you want to get that close to one of those creatures, sure. But I'm, I don't want to. Yeah. You. Did you guys ever learn the trick of how to get out of handcuffs? You break your thumbs. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> oh, that, you. I mean that. that well, that's just, a trick. Just them, Robin, like, you. You used to, oh. didn't you say you were a, a magician's assistant at some point? Ah, yes, I was. Ah. <laughs> well, you'll I mean, have to, if we easier. find Silas's handcuffs, you're going to have to show us how to get out of handcuffs, because I I feel like that's going to be a thing we'll need to know <laughs> now. And Neb wants to wander over to where all the books are and mm. just kind of scan through them. And she's half scanning for something that will help in this situation, but also she's been thinking about looking for a book or information about this area and the wildlife that would be okay. in this area. So yeah, investigation. Robin's gonna help, not in the book of wildlife, but okay. she's also looking right. for something in there. Okay, great. So we'll add your intelligence bonus. Well, I finally rolled a double digit here. So 17. Plus 17. three. Plus three. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. <laughs> um, you absolutely find a book on wildlife, um, and you even find a little old a little old journal with some writing in it that has uh, someone's been taking notes on bird watching. Someone else, another a traveler, you know, in a previous trip here, has been taking some notes on bird watching and birds that you can see from the train. Um, and yeah, it's the kind of wildlife you'd expect, but it is a good tome to have. And now, as you are, anytime you have questions about the wildlife, we will roll with advantage as though you have this information. And it's got um, really good pictures so that maybe yeah, I could study pictures. them. And... Totally study uh -oh. those pictures. Yeah. That'd um, be great. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're really uh, a very, it's a very helpful uh, text for you. Um, in terms of finding things that kind of relate to this, 
mm-hmm. not really seeing much um, on this, you know, within this. All of these books are, none of them are very old. They, you know, again, it's a lot of beach reads. It's probably a lot of things people brought with them and decided not to take, you know, home again, sort of leave a collective library. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, you, you don't you don't think these books are the answer. But but One this more is definitely the answer for me. Thanks thanks for helping me find this, Robin. I'm <laughs> I've got some night reading to do now. Oh, These are really good pictures. The do you said that the train was like there were things built on top of the old train or like when it was redone? Or my- it was when it was redone. Obviously, they they needed more compartments. They needed you know different spaces. So um, this particular car is probably more original in terms of layout. Um, As you saw, there were crew quarters, there was a dining room, a lounge, this area, that kind of thing. Um, It is the car that you all are staying in that they would have broken up into more rooms. You know, uh, the, the original owners, the Corbin, you know, Julian Corbin would not have needed, you know, six staterooms. And so that's probably the room they've, they've refurbished it to look like what they think it would have back in the day. Um, but it is not the original, would not have been the original layout of the train. Okay. I was wrong. Okay. I thought you had to take out the letters f- from the words, the old story from sure. the prompt. Mm. And because the first thing I started to get was if blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I yeah. was like, I'm onto something. No, I'm not onto something. I am. Oh, <laughs> would you thought, like though. to take a look at anything else or like a hint yeah, of any kind? The, or, yeah. the, the, the puzzle, book? puzzle book? Yeah. Give me an investigation of the puzzle book. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. Um, okay. As you look through, there's one particular puzzle that Lady Al seemed to have been the most interested, the ones that she thought was really the most fun. Um, and it's called a swaffergy. So a swaffergy word puzzle is actually broken up into two parts. It's a different word and a letter of the alphabet. So an, uh, you know, an idea would be one of the clues is A plus male cow. And her answer is a male cow is a bull, able, able. So really swaffergy seem to be kind of one of her favorite kinds of, of, of puzzles. Um, and so, you know, I don't know. It, it just sort of interests you that this is something that Lady Al was really into. Okay. I mean, the old story could be tale. It could be fable. It could be lore. Yeah. Um, One more to the tale. Old Ooh, story. A memory is an old story. Just remove the old story. And there you will find my love. The old story. Silas at this point, um, he just kind of, he's he's been like laying on the floor and looking yes. at the ceiling to see if anything is revealed up up on the ceiling. Up the ceiling in happens. his old his oh. old style. Um, and uh, and then he uh, finally just kind of gets up and he claps his hands and he's just looking around and he sees mm-hmm. that everybody is way more involved than he is. And he feels bad about this, and so he is actually going to just start going and just you know hand by hand. So uh, he he is more actively trying yes. to investigate at this okay. point because he's getting old. yes all right give me an investigation check for you then in that room. okay that's very good let's see what my i don't know what my bonus is with this because uh, <laughs> he never does it um oh that is a uh 22 22 Ooh! investigation of this room okay um oh man 
Please be handcuffs. Please be. Handcuffs. <laughs> now I just really want them to be handcuffed just so that Silas is happy. <laughs> <laughs> or Adam or both. I don't well, know. He, he, he thinks that he can manifest things with his mind. So. Yeah. Outside of the window, a little blue light flits by like a little fairy just flying past the window like an actual fairy or like a little this is filling in the blanks here. you are filling in the blanks okay it is a little glowing ball of light mm. a second one flies out of the woods and joins it they dance around together you are right now the only person who has noticed this wait 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 do you all see this do you all see this what are oh, we looking at what? Look, look, look. was it I was it Neb who saw them the first time? Yeah, okay. yeah. Is this what and you saw? And Robin, Neb? you saw it. Oh, I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it looks like yeah, it does. It looks exactly like what you saw. Before. That's exactly what I saw that night. That outside. Does it look like they're trying to tell us something? They're I'll start waving at the lights. <laughs> light. Hi. They don't seem to respond to you. They just seem to kind of dance together with one Silas another. Silas is going to uh, yes. within about five feet here. Yes. Um, outside of the window, though. Uh -huh. He is going to mimic what they are doing mm -hmm. in, in an illusory fashion. Okay. Okay. Um, Trying to get their attention. They absolutely oh, oh, kind oh. of step back and begin to circle around each other. Maeve isn't even paying attention to what any no, of you Maeve, are doing. Maeve's off. Maeve is like, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Dug in. Um, as your lights begin to dance, Maeve, would you like to share? Well, all, eight, 18 is R, the letter R. Okay. So, <laughs> I, so, don't worry. You're getting the right track. You actually, I, I'm going to go full puzzle brain. And you actually and almost you're full kind of already said it. Thank you, guys, you so, so much for that. You're Bless really it. very close. Um, at at uh, two minutes to the hour here, here's what we're going to go with. Oh, um, is it our tail? So uh, you do like tail feels really good to you, but you do mm. feel like it, the clues would be included within the note, yeah. right? So you feel like probably you should remove tail from the note. Oh. In a swaffergy kind of way. The end. And while they're doing that, I'm still uh, waving. I don't want yes. to alarm yeah. to anyone, alarm anyone, but I think I just invited some fairies to come we, say hello. I mean, yeah. As these lights are dancing, circling around each other outside of the window, and the rest of you are looking down at the notes constantly caught between the two of them, you begin to read this note, the first line. It's the end of the trail with one more Trail, detail. tail, trail, detail. Ooh. Both have tail, T-A-I-L. T-A-I-L, I swear I can spell. Um, it occurs to you that detail is a swaffergy. And if you were to remove tail, you get D. D. You would be left with well, D. D. R. Glory, glory and story. D. Who's uh, living in compartment D? Oh. That's me. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait, wait. I've got my, my hand yeah. pressed up against the window, and I'm just As looking at As you hear them start like, going D. Oh, Room D, that's D, my room. D, you turn and realize they're talking about your room. As these little fairy lights flit around the extra one that Silas has made, 
they come closer and up behind Neb's face as she stares at all of you, the realization that it is her room, you see that they are tiny, eensy beensy, shining snowflakes with little faces and little arms and little legs. And with that, we will end this chapter of Children of Erica. What are you all looking at behind me? <laughs> Thank you all. Please remember that life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale, and we will see you next week. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.